Kalos steps forward and says, Lay down your arms and we won't have to kill you. The bandits, confused and concerned that one of their own has been killed, begin to lay down their arms. Those that can begin to flee. A large man with a stag head helmet steps out and yells, Enough! So like I said, I spent the whole day today thinking about how to... Murder us? Not murder you, just how to move this forward properly. Because this there's a lot of moving parts. I'm trying to keep it relatively dramatic and maybe kill one or two of you. So, Oh, I'm the closest to the stag lord, and I don't love that. I don't love that sentiment. I'm still dying. Yeah, you're not a target anymore. You stabilize and you're gold. Yeah, but I'm not stable yet. I'm pretty sure I'm one for one. I think we just get right back into it. Do we want to re-roll initiative or keep old initiative or? We're just going to keep, it's the same battle. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We will, however, start at the top of the round and the stag lord continues. Enough. Akiros, what is the meaning of this? Stag, I'm done here. I'm done with you. I've had enough. They call him Stag? He's calling him Stag now, yeah. And it is the Stag Lord's turn. What? Well, what? No. Oh. <laughs> I thought I would have at least won the initiative. Sorry. It's the Owl Bear's turn. Uh-oh. And he lets out a very loud hoot. He's been woken. And he rattles through his cave, pacing back and forth, hooting. But the door is closed. Hooting... And the blowfish. Yes, hooting and the blowfish. Now it's the Staglord's turn, and he steps up to Pylon. Oh, is he a freaking ranger? Is, is the owlbear his animal companion? <laughs> Sorry, no. Uh, he pulls out his longbow and says, that's fine, Akiros. I'll put you down, too. And he's wearing, like, you said he has a big stag's head helmet? Yep. And is he in full armor, too? Uh, he is wearing leather armor. Oh, I was picturing him in, like, just regular bandit clothes and a big, ornate helmet. But more or less, yeah, he's in his bandit garb with leather armor and an ornate stag helmet. Yeah. That's amazing. This guy's such a goober. <laughs> he's going to murder us. So he takes a shot at Akiros, uh, and it goes wild and lands between him and Davon. Davon? Dovin. Dovin. God, what a stupid name. Dovin. Dead Dovin. And that is the Stag Lord's first turn. I'm not impressed. We're now up to Pylon. I am going to turn on my heel on this last round. Everyone take note. This is the last round of the song. I'm going to have the Stag Lord make a... Covered of shards. Covered of... Reflex save. Sure. What am I trying to beat? Uh, What'd you get? 15. Uh, My save is... I think it's 14. 14. Um, so I scream my cord of shards at him, uh, just splintering the air between me and him, and he just steps aside, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my move action, can I reach down and no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my bow out. Um, and the song is continuing. It is, I'm done. Okay. Uh, 
Akiros turns to Dovin and runs his longsword through his chest. Oh, Lord. Savage. Coup de grace. He has killed Dovin of Nizrak. Cool. That's a shame, because that is a cool name that you. I don't think you said last week. Nizrak. What? I can't say nothing. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> Just come back as a better cleric. <laughs> and we are up to the bandits who, seeing the stag lords, have sort of redoubled, come back, and rejoin the fray. And we have Ailes step up and take a swing at Akiros, and he does not hit him. And then we have Topper step up and also take a swing at Akiros, having seen Dovin be murdered outright in cold blood, and he hits Akiros, who takes seven damage. Ooh. Yeah, they're not happy with him. And Marcus is up. So we're on to death saving throw <laughs> death saving throw number three, yep. which is I'm at one and one right now. One and one. Nope. <laughs> it's two and one. Two failures. <laughs> Dibs on his stuff. This could be bad for you. It's gonna be very bad for me. Krager comes up behind Baynard and takes a swing. And does not hit. Not even a little bit. I know Connor's going to edit this out, but or edit what he said out, but he was like, wouldn't it be interesting if I killed one of you guys? And then he built a wall of bandits between us and our one roll away from death save, Marcus. Balmir, you're up. Oh, dicks. Hmm. Yeah, that's a wall of bandits. God, I want to let that owl better out. <laughs> you can move through an enemy, right? You just take the attack of opportunity, right? Yeah, you have to make an acrobatics check. If you fail, they get the attack of opportunity and you don't move. If in a threatened space, I'm let me double check this because this is the difference between Taylor dying and not. But if I'm not mistaken, um, you can move through threatened space, avoid the attack of opportunity with an acrobatics check. If you want to move through their space, you you take a um you take an acrobatic save. If you pass, you go through. And if you fail, they get you don't move at all and they get the attack of opportunity. And I believe it eats your, it's like a full round action if you don't do it. Um, let me see. I feel like that's 5th edition, not Pathfinder. No, because 5th edition lets you do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Um, this is, and I've, I've listened to this in something else very recently. Um, okay. If you attempt to move through an enemy space and fail the check um, acrobatics, you lose the move action and provoke an attack of opportunity. The DC is used to avoid an attack of opportunity due to movement. So it's the same as the um, uh, the moving through a threatened square, except it stops you if you get the attack of opportunity. Um, it would be, I believe, their CMB. They roll CMB versus, or, or your acrobatics versus CMB roll. So it's a contested roll. Cool. The more you know. Yeah, so it's, it is the, I, I only add, paid attention to it because like this could be very handy in like a tight corner and your friend is dying here we are can confirm balmir what would you like to do i'm gonna try and clear a path for uh baynard to get through i'm gonna leave a uh, pile on his own here for a minute hope he doesn't die and i'll take a swing at flat top here sure cracker kench yeah that's the one we have not flanked but last round of the song six 19 to hit nice take a glorious swing and hopefully murder someone. Oh, yeah. Solid. Fucking bury it right into his goddamn chest. Ooh. That's max damage, eh? Hell yeah. 
You hit him real good. Uh, you don't kill him, but you hit him real good. Dicks. He uh, he hadn't taken any damage previously, so yeah, that's a big hit. Uh, we're up to Dirty Jeb, who Marcus had previously done a murder to. Slain. Gonna hang up my microphone. <laughs> good luck, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. Yep. I, uh... It's the only thing that makes sense. Did did you revive him last time? I thought he was still unconscious. No, he got picked up. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to buy myself time. It's not too late to make your next character a necromancer. Then you have two characters. You're right. I can revive my own self. His name is Dirty Jeb because he believes he fights dirty. And I think the character would coup de gras. So I... Oh, that's so sad. It's very sad. A little dis. A little disappointed in our healer. <laughs> Although if we're all dying, that uh, that owlbear is coming out. Just uh, so everyone's globally aware of what's going to happen. If this goes a little more sideways. So we should get away from this door if you can. <laughs> <laughs> he, in his shitty, shitty bandit way, <laughs> has missed. He was dead a minute oh, ago. That's amazing. Oh, Rolled a five. You've You've made it through. Yeah, okay. I'll take it. Never mind, I'm not complaining. This is great. Shut up. Everyone shut up. It's great. We're moving on right now. Next, Next turn. turn. Without having to take the five-foot step, he can full coup de gras you. Yeah. Baynard, you're up. This sucks. This sucks a lot. Uh, Baynard's going to take a five-foot step back, and he's going to channel energy. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the room heals ape. Everyone in the room. It's the only way I can save him, though. I'm back up to full. I live. It's perfect. It's not perfect. We just I just healed all this damage on these bad guys. It's either that or Marcus dies. Yeah, but at least the lieutenant's still dead, right? He's dead dead. Yeah. yeah. True. Uh okay. You I mean you dodged death twice there. Yeah. I'm 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 just gonna be quiet. Thank you. Thank you, I'm alive. <laughs> Baynard, anything else? Yeah, that's that's my turn. Okay. Fat Nori with his renewed vigor takes a swing at Akiros and does not hit. And he will take a five-foot step back to do that for some reason. The owl bear starts slamming against its barricades, trying to get out. And that's the owl bear's turn. And the stag lord says in the most soothing voice that he can muster through his drunkenness, Beaky, relax. We're fine. Beaky. And he takes another shot at Akiros. And getting into the swing of things, he hits this time, and Akiro takes 11 damage. Have we talked about the possibility, Eric, you would know this, is there a like a template you can slap on for drunk? Like a minus to, to wisdom, but a boost to charisma? I feel like we've had this conversation. He's, he's sickened. That's what drunkenness counts for. Oh, weird. Okay, that's his turn. Bye, you're up. I have to shoot at him with my bow, but I don't have to move to do it. So I'm going to take a full round to do a rapid shot. Two attacks. First one to hit is 18. 18 does not hit. Oh. Okay. Oh, also the song ends. Yes. Um. So I don't get... It would have been 19 with the song, which is a bummer. Um. And the second shot is less than that. So I just ping, ping, uh, miss both times off of his stupid stag head. They bounce off of his bear chest. He's got a stag's head and a bear's chest? Yes. Okay. He is the weirdest chimera. 
Uh, Akiros is up and he faces the bandits behind him and says, this is the time to take this back from him. We don't have to serve this man anymore. Fight with us. And then he turns back to take a shot at the stag lord after pulling out his bow. He does not hit the stag lord. He is not good with a bow. And it's Isle's turn. And Isle says, you can go fuck yourself, mate. They just killed my brother. He's not dead anymore. <laughs> he takes a swing at Akiros and does not hit. Jesus, these guys suck. It's a whole lot of nobody hits anybody. It's just swords bouncing off of each other. Just cut it down to two rounds. Topper also says, fuck yourself, mate. Takes a swing and also does not hit. And it's Marcus's turn, who is alive. And prone. Yeah. And still surrounded. <laughs> not surrounded, at least, but I only have one guy. You have no path out. Yeah. Yeah, I have one guy to contend with. What can I do right now? I can either stand up or that's pretty much it, isn't it? Standing up is your move action, and then you'd be able to attack. But it provokes an attack. Uh, yes, it does provoke an attack opportunity. He couldn't hit you when you were unconscious on the ground. Just take the attack of opportunity. I'm going to have to. I will stand up. Do this. Dirty Jeb slices at you while you are uh, trying to stand up, and he sticks his sword in the wall beside you. Oh, thank Christ! Yeah! So that's his attack of opportunity, right? Yes, you can now attack. I fucking chug a potion. <laughs> okay, that's also a good idea. Yeah, so that's uh, 1d8 plus 3. Plus 3? Yeah. Oh. It's cured light wounds, right? 1d8 plus 3. Well, that's fucking fantastic. It's based on the caster level, and Bakken is a fairly established potion maker. So I get 8 points back. There you go. Good stuff. Fucking sweet. I'm back double digits. Huzzah. Excellent. Cragger, flat top, takes a swing at Balmir after having been struck previously. And I doubt a 10 hits. 10 does not. Yeah. All right. He has nowhere to go, so he's going to stand there stupidly. And it is Balmir's turn. What's Blondie's name? Ailes. Ailes. Going to try and take the heat off our uh, prompt ally here and take a shot at Eels. By shot, of course, I mean swing. Yeah, is that how I sound? Am I saying ales weird? No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm forgetting it as you're telling me. You're putting a lot of stank on it. You started it as Isles. Is it Isles? Whatever, fuck it. You rolled a hit, what'd you roll? That is a critical fail. You drop your axe. Ah, ah, that's not bad. Swing too hard, hits the ground. That's how that should be anyway. And Fat Nori's gonna step in and take another swing at Akiros. Ooh, and he finally hits him. And Akiros takes some amount of damage and a small cut's on the thigh. And now it is Baynard's turn. Uh, the Stag Lord needs to do a DC 15 will. He got to DC 15 that time, and I got will from the previous one. So it's a DC 15 will save. He got a 14. What happens? He is now held for three turns. I cast hold person. Held? What does that mean? Yeah, so he's paralyzed. He freezes in his place. He can't talk. He can't act. Uh, each turn, he can use a full round action to try to break the spell. Three turns, eh? Shit. Yeah. Sorry, I'm going to move right up to the Stag Lord. Sure. And we're back up to the top. It's Beaky's turn. And Beaky is just hooting up a storm. And the Stag Lord cannot move, but he can use a full round action to do another will save. Is that how I get out? Correct. 
He does not break the hold. He struggles. Yes! Ha-ha! A victory, finally. Pie, you're up. I am going to take two shots at... Um, I feel like if if we're going to have any chance of swaying these bandits, Isles is probably the staunchest supporter of not us because of the aforementioned brother murder. Um, and so I'm going to spin around and take two shots at Isles with my bow. Um, okay. First one is uh, 21. 21 hits. Awesome. Is, I'm within 30 feet of him, so that is seven points of damage. Okay. Second shot is only a 13. 13 does not hit. Okay. I'm going to stay where I am. I can't uh, can't risk standing in front of the door to the, the owl bear cave. Yep. And that's me. Okay. Uh, Akiros is up. And having seen that his words have fallen on deaf ears, turns to Isles and takes a swing with his longsword. And he does not hit him. So that's that. He's going to take a five-foot step back to try to get around some of this nonsense. And then Topper's up. Topper is going to move into the space that Kuros was just in and take a swing at him. And he does not hit, as fucking always. And it's Marcus's turn. Oh, I missed Isles. It's Isles' turn. And Isles takes a swing at Balmir, being the only person close enough to do anything to. Nice. Does 19 hit? Yes, I believe so. I think I'm 17 AC. Cool. You take eight points of damage from the rapier. Jesus. All righty. Now it is Marcus's turn. Well, I killed one brother once. Okay. Let's kill the other brother. <laughs> if you would. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we're all just ganging up on him. Nope. That's that's a nope. Yeah. Is that including your flanking? Not that it matters, but seven doesn't hit. Seven does not hit. But it's also a one. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Taylor. Uh-huh. You hold two daggers, right? I do. Yeah, you drop one. It's fine. I have I have other I have other daggers. <laughs> okay. Uh Krager's up and he's going to take the opportunity to swing at you while you're befuddled. That's fair. He does not hit you. Eight does not hit me. Uh he's going to stay still because any move action is bad for him. So Balmir, you're up. Is uh drawing a weapon an action or a free action? Uh free action. Sweet, they should be able to draw, load, and shoot. What's the penalty for uh, distance shot in uh, close combat? Minus four. Um, I don't think you get a penalty for shooting from being in front of them. If you, I think you have point blank shot. I am, I am point blank, but I'm engaged. Yeah, no penalty, but you'll, you'll evoke, you'll provoke from all three of them as you load, all four of them as you load your crossbow. Yeah, that's going to be pretty rough, bud. Let's do it. Okay, all right. Doing it. They're all garbage. The three men in front of you and the one to the side all get attacks of opportunity while you load your weapon. Oh, oh boy. Please hold. Okay. We have one out of three hit. Fat Nori hits you. Thank God. There you go, Fat Nori. And you take nine points of damage. Jesus. The question is, gentlemen, was it worth it? Ugh, it was not. It was not worth it. Oh boy, twelve does not hit. No, and you are now standing still. That was that was lame. Uh, Jeb's up. He's gonna get behind Marcus 
for his flanking attack. I mean... It's a flanking club sandwich. This has just been checkers. I jump yours, and then I jump yours. Uh, he hits you. Oh. He takes six points of damage. Son of a bitch. And Dirty Jeb gets in his dirty hit. We're up to Baynard. Also, Dirty Jeb smells very bad. I just want you guys to know, Baynard is really scared right now. Like, this is a terrifying situation. Uh, we guys are surrounded. He, like Marcus, he thinks he's going to die any second. So with a heavy heart, he uses a full round action to bring his mace down upon the helpless Staglord's head and performs a coup de grace action. So it's an automatic critical hit. Okay. And you take a full round action to do that? You're allowed to do that? That's just a thing anyone can do? Yeah. He's paralyzed, that, thus he's helpless, so I can do a coup de grace. <laughs> so it's a, like the coup de grace is an automatic critical hit. Brutal. I do 16 damage. He has to pass a, a 26 DC fortitude save or he dies. Or he dies? Or he dies. This is like stabbing them in the throat or breaking their skull or crushing their windpipe. This is, wow, you can't stop me. I'm going to kill you. And that's what uh, Dirty Neb would have done if he didn't have to walk up and spend all that time finding uh, Marx's pesky little throat. Brutal. So it's a DC 25? 26. I did 16 damage. So it's 10 plus the damage. Yeah. He he can't make that. It's outside of his range. Wow. So the way I picture this, Baynard cast hold person on him, froze him in place, ran up, and all his hate and worry about this person corrupting Erastal and the the uh, thing of stag comes out as he brings his mace down through the stag helmet, crushing it and the skull below. Damn. Wow. Damn. Well, I guess I'll just go fucking home then. Oh. Look how upset you've made him. <laughs> just, just, just look. <laughs> <laughs> he had plans. He was going to do more stuff to us. He was going to bring out the owl bear. Done. It's gone. Williams, I am so happy with you and so mad at you at the same moment because you destroyed the cool item. Yeah, you're definitely not getting the helmet after this. That's for sure. I think that's appropriate, though. Like for Baynard, like this guy is has taken the icon of my my god and like made into something evil. I I'm so happy that this just happened. I'm just picturing all of the awful ways being hit in the head with a helmet could kill you like you could hit it at the edge and it like decapitates him or you could hit one of the antlers down and it stabs into his brain but you just crush him like a tin can yeah and he can't do anything and like he just sees this coming helplessly as the, the spell holds him like it's like the will of a is has held him in place as baynard does this I'm almost picturing two because he's like stumbling around drunk for that second where he gets held before he realizes he can't move. His like vision must clear. He had the spin stop and he's like, whoa. And then this big oaf. Yeah, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. This has been an option the whole time. What the fuck? Where the fuck has this been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have outright executed the stag lord. I think as he does it, he lets out like a guttural scream as I crush his skull. And I'm just like all my pent up rage is released. Oh, wow. Um, Fat Nori, seeing this, 
uh, uses a full run charge action to get the fuck out of dodge, which I believe skips the attack of opportunity from Marcus, correct? He could do a full withdrawal. Yeah, he gets to take the five foot step on a diagonal. Yeah. Yeah, full withdrawal. So he is just fucking out of here. And we go back up to the top of the round, and Beaky is still hooting up a storm and smashing against the door. Oh, no. And we come to the stag lord, who does not take a death saving throw. And then we move to Pylon. Um, I think as I turned away from the stag lord and put Lim in my like peripheral vision, I take a shot and I miss. I take another shot and I miss. And then I'm like looking at the, the door, hoping the thing can go through. And then I hear from behind me the guttural yell and the like crashing of metal. And I, I whip around ready to like shoot because for some, I just assume that that's the sound of Baynard dying. And I see that he's not and that the, the stag lord is because whole person, I believe, is still functioning, standing upright, dead. Yeah, like blood and brain matter leaking down his body. You all right, Baynard? Yeah. Talk about this later. And I spin around <laughs> and I take uh, uh, two shots at Ailes. Actually, you know what, Connor? I have a wand of fear. Okay. Gang, do we want to just kill these guys or let them run away? I'm currently being at least double teamed. All right, I'm going to shoot at Ailes. First one is, oh, almost a 20. It's 19 plus all my bonuses for point blank and my shot. So it's over 20. Yeah, it hits. Four, uh, four points of damage. Okay. Second shot is uh, 16. I thought it was 16. It is 17. Well, that's good. First one gets him. Second yeah. one goes wide. Almost yeah. like it's chasing Nori. And that's me. Cool. Uh, we are to Akiros, who uh, just takes a round to sit there stunned looking at Baynard. Uh, yeah, like just he goes wider than he is and we move up to Ailes who, hearing and seeing the carnage before him, takes another full withdrawal action behind Fat Nori, screaming and hollering that it's time to go as he leaves. And Topper, same thing, just everybody's booking it. They are not sticking around for this. And Marcus, you're up. Well, Dirty Jeb's got to die. <laughs> that's that's just got to happen. Yeah. So instead of picking up the dagger I've dropped, I'm just going to pull out a different one because got him. Is that is that a free action? Yeah, yeah. It's on your belt, right? Yeah. So, stabby, stabby. Yep, stabby, stabby. God fucking Christ. Neither of them hit. You are also a little shooken. That's fair. I, yeah. Yeah. And Krager, uh, in the position he is in, is unable to run away effectively. Um, and the person in the way of doing so is Marcus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He will take a swing in an attempt to break out, and he hits you. Mm-hmm. And you take six damage. <laughs> Not by much. Did anyone else just get like a really bad gut feeling about letting these guys all run away? Like book six, future bosses, four bandits walk in and shoot us in the kneecaps with guns. <laughs> and then Baynard squishes them as the insignificant bugs they are. Yeah. Damn. Balmir, you're up. Seeing uh, my compatriot get attacked, I will turn to flat top and take a shot. I was going to let him run away. You really just don't like this guy's hair. But, uh, well, I'm super bad with names and therefore. Balmir is super bad with names. <laughs> That's fair. Forget it as you're saying it. You've said it 20 times and it will not stick. 
That's fair. Uh, 12 does not hit. What is happening? It's a bad day. We also want to take one alive. Oh, yeah. We want to ask questions. Dirty Jeb is a terrified coward, and he follows his brother. And Baynard, it's your turn. Hold person on this last guy. We got to take a prisoner. I, I'm covered in blood, and I'm, I have like rage in my eyes, and I turn around, and I point my hand at Krager, and I say, I say, lay down. He has to give me a DC 14 will save. Sure. He does not make his will save. So he lies down. I, I yell out, tie him up. All right. Uh, Fat Nori spends his turn running away, and he is now out past the walls, heading down the hill. And Pylon, you're up. Uh, I see that the Stagwood is dead. Most of them are running. Uh, and and the the uh, Krager is, is lying on the ground, getting ready to be tied up. And I'm going to walk to the door of the palisade. Uh, where the owl bear is behind, and I would like to, um, I would like to cast auditory hallucination on him. Okay, on the on the bug bear, uh, or the owl bear. Sorry, um, he makes a will save to disbelieve. Okay, um, I've got a feeling that he does not have a lot of will. Yeah, um, more than I thought. What's the... Uh, that is a, another 14, I believe. He believes your auditory hallucination. Okay. And he hears in the Stagor's voice, uh, soothingly through the, the bars, um, uh, as though he's kind of standing right beside me. And he says, Beaky, Beaky, everything is fine. And you can go back to bed. We'll have some fresh meat for you very soon. Everything is fine. And that is, he is convinced he hears that for... 1D... Oh, no, three rounds. Wow. Okay, that's a good one. And then I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to just shit myself. <laughs> uh, Akiros walks over to Krager, uh, ties him up, kneels down beside him, and says, I won't let them kill you. Don't worry. <laughs> and then I point my gun at the back of his head. Uh, Isles spends his turn running away. He makes it past. He's heading down the hill. Topper. Same thing. Everybody's getting the fuck out of Dodge. And it is Marcus's turn. I'm going to chug another potion. Yep. Good call. I know we gave you crap about buying all the potions, but good call. Buy them yourself. Ah! I love it. Love to have them. Good. Krager is fully tied up and more or less out of combat. Balmir, you're up. I believe you can see... Yeah, you can see Jeb still on his way out. Yeah, that's that's fine. I'll, uh, this is pretty much wrapping up. I'll, uh, do a health potion in case, uh, Beaky gets out. So, uh, 11. 11 total. Okay. And then Jeb makes his way out. Uh, those four bandits are out of your reach to chase for now. You may choose to do so later. Combat is finished. Uh, I'm going to, while still doing the concentrating I need to do on the spell I'm doing, gesture for Baynard to move the body somewhere. It's not at all visible. Like, just kind of like, get it out of here. And then continue, um, like, urging. Do we get any sense that the, the owl bear decides to go back to sleep? Uh, he's not raging nearly as much. The hooting has died down. Uh, he's still awake. Okay. But he, so if we move away from the, like, if we all move, say, over here, he can't see us anymore and he will probably go away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yield my time. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh, wow. 
Williams. Savage. Oh my god. So I, I pull the body into the, this room down below here. Um, and what else, what do I find on this body? Oh boy, what do you find on the body? Um, the ruined stag helmet. Keeping that. Uh, it's in many, many pieces at the moment. The, the parts with the antlers are still more or less intact, but he came right down the middle. So it's, uh, it's in shards. That's exactly how I picture it. So perfect. Two potions of cure, moderate wounds, uh, one set of leather armor, surprisingly bare in the chest, but seems to block still. Uh, a masterwork longsword, a plus one composite longbow. Ooh. An amulet of natural armor, plus one. Sorry, is is the longbow magical? No, it's just a composite longbow, plus one. Connor, what he's asking, is it strength rated plus one, or is it a plus one for intents of breaking DR? Uh, it starts at the beginning. It's a plus one composite longbow bracket, plus two strength. Oh, okay, so it is a magical one. Okay, yep. Uh, then I can't use it, though, if it's strength rated at two. Uh, Baynard will take that. He's really, like... He uses his bow. That's a really good bow for him. Hell yeah. Um, is the leather armor magical? Um, it's not magical per se. It just seems to protect the chest more than it should. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to try to... Can I try to figure out what that means? No, it's just this weird flavor thing they added. We can ignore it. Okay. Okay, I'm going to keep all that stuff in my package. I'm not sure. Does someone want the longsword? I think that would... Like, no, none of us can use it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe both. Like, you have a... Very recently converted bandit just standing around and you guys are like looting the bodies. <laughs> it's, we just loot that body. Well, I imagine that that Williams is doing this while we deal with what we're about to deal with. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, he's going to respect our authority. Guarantee that. Yeah. So I think you guys need to talk to Akiros and sort of figure out what the fuck just happened. Marcus, look at Akiros. The fuck, dude? Hail and well met. I am Akiros Ismort from somewhere. Give me a second, actually. I want to find his story. It makes a little bit more sense. From the east. So, uh, hail and well met. I'm Akiros Ismort from Taldor. What you've encountered here, Fort Stag. Yeah, so common occurrence, just uh, stab buddies in the back? I was once a man of God, and I was forced to this place mm, against my will. Which God? Is he a freaking paladin? I was a paladin of Arastal, yes. Baynard, get in here. You are going to love this guy. <laughs> yeah, so Baynard will walk back in. He's got like the sword in his hands. The rest of the stuff he's got in his pack, but like he's got the sword in his hand. Uh, did you say Arastal? Yes, friends. And might I say, well done. You've taken a large thorn from my back for this one. He sh- he should not he shouldn't have been wearing the, that helmet. It wasn't, and I need to know why he had why he took the stag as his vigil. Like what? I I, I wish I hadn't killed him. I, I have so much to ask and find out about this place. I'm afraid I don't have the answers for you. That man was no holy man. I believe it was a armament of opportunity more than anything else. Can I make a knowledge local check to see if there's like a a place that used to be around here that might have like if there was a kingdom that matched the Aristilian uh temple we found maybe he found this artifact and there's like a cave to go looking for. Yeah, go for it. 
Um, 13 knowledge local. No, not enough. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Akiros doesn't have any concrete information on the stag lord. Uh, he was a brutal man, brutal tendencies, uh, and controlled his men well. Akiros is a newer recruit and quickly went through the ranks with his skill and his abilities, uh, and had become the second in command in a short time. So what's your beef with the old deal over there? Dovin? Hmm. Dovin fancied himself second, and he was clearly not. Cool. Now I go who to spot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, he doesn't have anything major on him. I was looking it over before. I think he's got the plus one rapier, three knives. Uh, Sounds like I got more knives. Uh, sorry, three daggers. The silver Staglord amulet, which is 20 GP. Turquoise earrings, worth 130 GP. Oh, got to palm those. 28 gold and two platinum. Oh, oh I'm palming that. Uh, and also his masterwork studded leather. And Akira says, uh, pardon me, I'll need to step away for a moment. And he walks out. Like, out the front door. And around the back. Uh, before he walks out, since goddamn motive. <laughs> yep. Uh, would you look at that as a 22? Uh, he seems to have an urgent task nearby. But he's not, mm. I want to follow him, sneakily. Mind if we come with you? You won't want to be there just yet. I'm still following him sneakily. Someone else rolls sense motive. I have to go. I have to go help Ox, and he's going to be irate. Who's Ox? Remember when I called you Ox? Oh, Ox is uh, my dim-witted ward. We'll say you might have seen him on the roof when you came in. I have a dim-witted ward as well. <laughs> <laughs> this kerfuffle will have left him distraught, and I'd like to make sure he's all right. Okay, I think we should let him go. So he's going to go do that thing. That's it, guys. Uh, that was very climactic, while also being anticlimactic. Do, do, we, do we own this place now? Make sure we find our gold on the way out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you might be able to take it over. You have some exploring to do. This is a, a large area that you haven't gone through, uh, the fort itself. Um, I'll let you take 20s on everything, because you're doing that. Yeah. Um, and you also now have an owl bear. you need to figure out what the hell you're going to do with. I figure we... My plan is that we get everyone clear, have Bakken give us some sort of potion of invisibility, open the gate, and let it leave. Because I don't think we can kill it, even if we wanted to do the cruel thing. I don't think we even need a potion. What we could just do is build a small fire in front of the wooden door, and by the time the fire like weakens the door enough, it'll be able to bust through itself, and we just have to like run, run to our horses and get out of there. See, that's a great idea from Williams. I refuse to believe Baynard would come up with it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Pi can come up with that idea. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe Kimpo can roll like engineering. I don't know. He's just proven he's capable of more than you thought. Yeah, that's true. I think as he does this like brilliant plan and then spells out the best way possible to lock or let this bug or this owl bear out, 
Pilon's just like looking at him like, I don't know who this is. I like him. So I'm going to give you each room. Um, I've given you a full view of the place. You guys were in the main common area. There were some hammocks where the men slept, the table that everyone was playing cards around. And to the south, where Baynard took the stag lord, you enter a room full of food and a large cask of uh, ale. And in one corner under some leathers is the armory. Uh, there's a number of weapons that you can bring back with you to do whatever you choose. The bedroom to the left is obviously the stag's room, and there's some shit in there. Gonna go investigate. Not by yourself. I'm with him, too. You can't just pawn every- pocket everything. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pocket everything off of Dovahkiin, just his earrings and the platinum and the daggers. I think you would have been given the daggers. I don't think you needed to... Exactly. So in his room, there are a number of chests, two of which hold his bedding, miscellaneous items, some cloth, an iron ring, three crudely stitched leather masks. And in the third chest, the stag lord keeps his best treasures. There's 141 gold, polished azurite crystal worth nine gold, a carnelian worth 80 gold, a piece of hematite worth 13, a shard of obsidian worth 14, a red garnet worth 100, Peter belt buckle depicting a pair of entwined succubi worth 30 and a silver charm bracelet worth 60. Are you going to dump that all on the loot? Yeah. Yeah. Going to divs that fucking red garnet. Fuck you guys. And like, well, I'll try and palm it. I'm going to try and palm it. Mark's like, I need, I need the I statue. Need, I need the shine. So you've got Baynard with you. Do a sleight of hand and Baynard yeah. do a perception. I'm going to, I'm going to attempt for the garnet and the belt. Interesting. What was the belt? But I'm, I'm going to ask about the belt. I'll ask about the belt. I'm not going to be... But I'm going to try and palm the, 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 the garnet. You get the garnet. I rolled terrible. Yeah, I rolled an 18. Yeah, I rolled a 3. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Enjoy your garnet. Nice. And then the belt buckle is a pair of entwined succubi. Well, I'll, I'll ask Bain about my act of palming the red garnet. but holding up the belt like... Huh? Huh? Sorry, what does the belt do? Is it magical or no? Nope, nope. Just a basic belt. You can have it. Yeah, sure. It's the Ed Hardy of the stag sport. Yeah. So that is the main area you've gone through there. Um, through the main door to the other side, there's a set of stairs that head upwards. Uh, and you'll see that Kiros has gone up those stairs to go talk to Ox, which you can address later. Uh, to the south of the stairs is the cooking room with the large fire pit. And for this one, I'm going to ask for perception checks while you're in there. Sure. 20. 21. Cool. Nope. Big ol' five. So the looting party notices a very large slab of wood in the corner that reveals a hidden stairwell. Yes, the large slab of wood. Such a good hiding. (laughs) Well, it's in a ruined fort, right? Marcus, it could be dangerous down there. I'll go first. And I cast Barkskin on myself and I walk down the stairs. Okay. Uh, I will follow behind. I'm going to move you guys over here. Yeah, so you see, as you walk down the stairs, a small basement. Uh, it seems to have three separate areas to it. Uh, is it dark? or? Yes, it's dark. Okay, I'll cast light on my mace, and I will head down to the, the, the area straight ahead, basically. So I'll head down this way first. Sure. As you walk forwards, a giant ant 
pops out in front of you. Okay. That's not cool. I need to go find the thing, because I forgot. Need the stat block. That's not cool at all. Because he's just decided that we need more combat, because he can't believe (laughs) this ant has all the abilities of the Staglord. It's crazy. (laughs) And a high will save. That's where his brain was actually stored. The 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 stag helmet was tall enough to hide one of those like weird uh, fungal growths that let the parasites <laughs> control ants. I was so jazzed up during that coup de gras round against the stag lord. Yeah, I was just like ah, uh, just like beaming with energy. Ah, uh, it's it's great being a player. Like I've only really experienced stuff like that as a, on a DM side, but uh, a boss fight on a player side has been a lot of fun. Tense. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Connor. I thought Marcus was going to die. I thought I thought there was a legitimate chance that like two of us don't walk out of there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I should not have walked out of there. Yeah, you got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. We've now set established precedent, at least for the rest of book one, for some very lenient death rules, which I'm a fan of. Well, book one's done. <laughs> what spoilers? Is there not some like fanfare for us at the end where we go back to Sandpoint and they go like, "Thank you for killing the goblins." <laughs> three of us get medals but the one on the side the hairy one on the side doesn't get a medal <laughs> you realize that you're chewbacca right yeah oh shit but yeah. i killed the stag lord oh jeez. look he can talk huh? <laughs> so you are bark skinned yep is it, it like surprising around attacking me or do i get to to roll initiative like what um let's roll initiative 19 what 14. 18. Uh, 18 total. Okay. Now I'm going to say I stayed, I, I'm, I am staying with the tied up person. So like you can skip me an initiative order unless something else is happening. Right. Yeah. You're, you're still back there. That's fine. Uh, we're going to start combat. Baynard gets to go first. Yeah. So I'll just step up to it and I'll attack it. Sure. I miss with my mace. All right. Sounds good. Uh, the ant bites back. All right. And he also misses with his mace. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Balmir, you get to decide whether you're staying up or coming down for combat. Well, uh, come down. I think I'd be scoping around the place. I feel like I'd still have a readied shot as we're uh, exploring. Sure. So you're at the stairs. Feel free to move as you see fit. Can I see the ant from where I'm positioned? Uh, no, there's a wall there. You'll have to come down to the bottom of the stairs. And Baynard's in the way. So how are these all five foot squares? Like how far can I can't get that far, eh? Yep. Yep. They're all five foot squares. Yeah. So you've got five, ten, fifteen. Yeah, you can get there. And then and then Baynard's in the way. So I don't believe yeah. Don't believe you got a clean shot. Well uh already in action if I if it does come into my line of sight to take a shot. Sure. Pi will spend his turn guarding. Guarding. Marcus. I will move up to the ant. And I will try to stab the ant. I do not stab the ant. <laughs> okay. No, well, does the 10 hit? No, 10 does not hit. Now we're back up to the top with Baynard. Uh, 24. 24 hits. Uh, maximum damage, 11 points of damage. Pretty good. All right. The, uh, the ant tries to bite you. It can't hurt me. It does not bite you. Told you. Barkskin is holding up. Bummer, you're up. I'll get to where I can take a clean shot, and then go, ah, big ant. Okay. With like a deeper voice. 
And come on, dice roll. Boo earns. <laughs> Got too excited. An 11 does not hit. Pi, you still guarding? Yes. Okay. Marcus, you're up. I will take a five-foot step and try to stab. Sure. I do not stab unless the 12 hits. You do not stab. Christ. So, a thing happens. Thing. I don't like that. Things could not happen. That'd be good. <laughs> Suddenly, bees. No, swarm of bees. No one can attack them. Christ. A swarm of scarabs starts oh. sliding down the wall. No, 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 no. Right beside you. Christ. Yeah. Bunch of running. It's always bugs. It's always bugs. And Baynard, you're up. Uh, I'm going to swing at the ant, and I miss. And I'm going to say to Marcus, Marcus, we should get out of here. Yep. I don't, I don't want to fight bugs again. And I'm going to take a five-foot step back. Okay. The ant bites at Marcus as Baynard has left. Mm-hmm. And does not bite. Sweet. And it steps back to join the swarm. Palmer, you're up. How did Marcus know to avoid these bugs? Uh, seeing these bugs, I'm going to meander over to the bottom of the staircase and start pouring uh, oil all over the staircase. And uh, mention to my compatriots that I intend to light these stairs on fire. They should be on the other side of the fire. Okay. <laughs> bugs stay in the basement. I mean, okay. Hey, we have this new basement. We just got this basement. Bugs stay in the basement. Marcus, you're up. Hearing that, Marcus is going to full withdrawal. He's out of here. Charles. All right. Baynard, you're up. Yeah, GTFO, man. I'm out. <laughs> All right. You guys exit the basement, and Balmir lights the stairs on fire. I'm not done with it, but I'll be back when I'm not half dead. Okay, so... Yeah, I, I didn't realize you were still hurt. I could do stuff about that. You know that, right? <laughs> it's on the screen. I have 14 HP. Okay. Hey, maybe we can talk to uh, our new friend about the bugs. I'm sure there's something cool down there. I mean, it's a secret passage and everything, but like... Well, we can go back. I don't have the stuff to fight a swarm right now. We can go back when we know what's up. We can light uh, Marcus on fire and roll him down the stairs. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pylon's the one that gets lit on fire, not Marcus. Pylon, right. Sorry, I'm mixing his up. We can light Pylon. Hi, we need you. We can light Pylon on fire and roll him down the stairs. I am the one who ongbacks all the swarms. Okay. Um, That's more or less it. There's the guard towers up top. Um, Akiros has Ox with him, and Ox is very clearly distressed. Yeah, Ox and Stag were probably buddies. Hmm. No. We're both named after animals. Did we get our $500 back, Connor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, it was just in the, the storage room with the uh, other chargers. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. I do want to explore that basement. I will show you that. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to do it today. I mean, if you guys want to heal up and then go back down, you're welcome to, but... I have many potions, so I will chug another potion in preparation going back. I'm ready to do this. Let's spend the night so I can get my spells back. I can heal you up completely before we go to bed. And then we can tackle it tomorrow and I can, we can do some, I can prepare some spells to actually fight a swarm. Yeah, I would need, I would need uh, my song back to get any spells that affect. Court of Shards would hit them, but I, I'd have to, I'd have to have song levels again. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you guys want to spend the night, that's fine. Um, you will be sharing bunks with your prisoner and your new 
compatriots. Uh, Ox will go back and sleep on the roof as normal. Poor Ox. I assume we'll we'll take shifts watching said prisoner. Yeah. We can see if uh, our new prisoner wants to be on team uh, John Hand number two. Motherfucker, I said that already. <laughs> Cut this whole part. <laughs> he seems amenable. He did throw down his current life to sort of join up with you, so. No, 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 the prisoner. Oh, the prisoner. Not uh, not Akira. Um, but I, well, you guys were down at the basement. I'm like, Pat, now my pocket's like, I didn't want to break my disguise. I didn't bring the writ. Oh, gosh. Oh, geez. <laughs> and after, what, however, if they're searched for two hours, I turn into a drow and scare the hell out of this guy. But <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, Sailor Moon transformed back into pylon. <laughs> Fun. Um, Krager is not interested in joining with you. He'll face whatever punishment he might face. Sure. Oh, he's going to face the punishment. All right. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. So you take your night's rest. Um, do you post a guard in the tower? That's the big question. Yeah. I think we take turns throughout the night. Okay. So you're going to have two guards at any given time. Yeah, and I think we would, like, bar the gate as best we could just in case those guys try to come back. Sure, yeah, you can close the gate. That's all good. Um, you're more or less fortified for the evening, so it's it's a quiet evening, um, aside from Cragger uh, cursing you out. Can we ask Akiros about those zombies? Like, what was that about? Sure, yeah. Um, we, well, not we. I wasn't here at the initial start, but... The Stag Lord chose this fort for its defensible position, part of which being the horde of zombies that lives in the side of the hill that attacks anyone that steps off the path. We don't know who they are, what they are, why they're there, but they're a very useful tool. Vader doesn't like that. He's going to have to remember that. There's going to be a poltergeist in this goddamn fort. Zombie Mountain. Writing that down. (laughs) Yeah, there are etchings in the walls that don't look familiar in any way. I can't do a knowledge check at all. Yeah, you can. Um, knowledge history or knowledge... Uh, knowledge religion or what? Knowledge religion would work, yeah. Okay, I, got, I think I have both. What's better? Uh, they're both plus three. Oh, Baynard. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. I rolled a three. Knowledge history might do it for anyone else. Sure, why not? I'll give her a roll. I can do that. Eight on knowledge history. <laughs> Twelve. Can you can tell what it's written in. How about that? Ooh. The Harkham Knight. Natural 20 on knowledge history. The Harkham Knight. From out of nowhere. Okay. Uh, I have to find it. It's buried in this wall of sex somewhere. We can talk about it later if you want. Yeah, it, it relates to the zombies. Anyways, um, I do remember reading it somewhere, but it's not there now. So I'll come back to you with that one. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, night goes fine. The owl bear um, is more restless throughout the evening but not violent. Oh yeah, someone should feed him. The first thing that Baynard does when he wakes up is he goes into the room where uh, the stag lord's body is. I, at this point, I feel like Baynard probably would have put like a sheet over it or something. Um, one of the spells he prepared for the day was gentle repose. So he casts that on the, the stag lord's body so it doesn't decay it further. It's going to stay in a state of suspended animation hmm. um, for a while. Interesting. And then he's now he's ready to go fight some ants. I have my songs back, so I'm good. Okay, so you now have the burned out stairs to the basement. You will need a makeshift ladder to get down. Sure. I use rope trick. Are you kidding me? 
Yeah, everybody hit the basement and perception checks. 10. 24. 14. Coming back with a 20. Yeah, not bad all around. Um, The fire has burned away a large amount of the cobwebs in the main area here. You don't see anything of note, but it is a very large atrium. It's about 15 feet high all the way through, and the bugs are no longer present. Oh, okay. Dope. What do you do? I will cautiously walk around after casting Barkskin on myself. Sure. I will follow him. All right, is there anything down here? Down to the south? Uh, what are you rolling? Uh, perception, I guess. Yep. 19. 19. You see a lot of treasure at the end of the row here. And then, where did my ant go? The ant pops back out in front of you. Okay, I'll fight it. Let's do this. All right. Um, we'll use the same initiative as before. Okay. Does a 12 hit? 12 does not hit, no. All right, that's what I thought. Now the ant bites back. And he does not bite you. Okay. I didn't think so. It's a little bitch. Bark skin for the win. Yeah. Balmir, you're up. Your perception in that corner shows another large pile of treasure. Oh. So I hear, would I hear this commotion over here? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is a very loud ant. I'll walk over and load a shot, and I won't make it anywhere uh, helpful. And I will turn this way. I yield my time. Pylon, you're up. I am going to start singing uh, and move a bit up so I can be ready to do Court of Shards by give everyone the plus one to hit and to damage. Cool. We have a new fort. Marcus, you're up. I'm going to go one, two, three, four. Take whatever attack opportunities do. Yep. You do not get got. Fantastic. I will attempt to stab. I totally stab. It's a good stab. 14 stab. 14 is very good. Uh, it's not dead, but it's very good. And the swarm appears beside you. Of course. And we are back up to Baynard, I believe. Yep. Um. Okay. So I'm going to take a five-foot step uh, away from the ant. I use my move action to cast a spell on myself. Um. So my, my stomach actually starts getting hot. It's like filled with fire. And I breathe out a cone of fire. Um, it gets all three Marcus, unfortunately, as well, and the ants, the ants, and the and the um, the swarm. All of them have to give me a DC fourteen reflex save. What the fuck? <laughs> sure, yeah. So I don't take any damage because I have evasion. Awesome, and it's max damage. So like, you should be scared about how much damage it could have been if you failed that save. It's a whole ton of damage. The uh, swarm skitters up the walls and gets out of the way. The ant takes the full force. Seriously? Okay, the ant takes four points of damage. The ant shrivels up like an ant in a magnifying glass and just pops into dust. Oh, nice. I was really... It was for the swarm. That's really upsetting that they, they got away from it. Do they have evasion? Maybe. That's awesome and terrifying at the same time. Okay, that was my turn. Do they take half damage or no damage? If they have evasion, they would take no damage. If they pass the reflex save, they would take half, which would be two, but because they're a swarm, it's doubled, so it's back to four. Okay, thank you. Uh, the swarm comes back down and starts going for Marcus. Of course. Oh no, Marcus in the tuchus. You take many, 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 many tiny ant bites. Many, many. Right in your pee hole. 
Acid down the peen. And you take three damage. They're climbing into my urethra. <laughs> I just fan cast Jeff Goldblum as, as Marcus <laughs> for that. They're uh, cl- climbing into my urethra. <laughs> I don't know what Jeff Goldblum shit you know. But... <laughs> the fly. Just everything. Jurassic Park and the fly and then all the things he did because he's Jeff Goldblum, not as an actor. I see. Uh, Balmer, you're up. Well, I don't... Sus- well, I guess I don't know what's going on yet. So around the corner, see the swarm of scarabs and not having a generally better idea, I shall shoot my big old crossbow at this at the swarm. All right. At the swarm? <laughs> okay. I um, mean, yeah, that's what I got. It's that or fire. 25 to hit a pile of bugs, please. Uh, 25 to hit. So if you say no, I'm leaving. Yeah, give me your damage. 10 piercing. Roll to 10. 10 piercing. All right, thank you. One beetle explodes, takes two with them. Yeah, a single beetle. <laughs> single ant, or scarab, or whatever they are today. I believe, I believe there should be some bug shrapnel. And pie, you're up. I don't like the phrase bug shrapnel, but... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> cool, I can move right in front of them uh, with the song still going, and they need to make me a DC-14 uh, reflex save. They do not make the save. That is going to be 2d8 of piercing damage, magic, oh, what's a d8 look like? What the hell? Um, they take nine points of damage from this magical screech. Sure. The swarm is thinning. Ooh. Marcus, you're up. I mean, sure, I'll impale a bug on the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One tiny little bug. I'm going to cut off its wings or its legs or something. Ooh. That's sadistic. Yeah. yeah. Let's do this. Stabby, stabby. Sure. 15 and 18. <laughs> they both hit. 5 damage and 18. Total 13 damage. Yep. That's super overkill for a couple of beetles. Yeah. But they're dead. Fuck those beetles. That's cool. Uh, Baynard, you're up. Uh, I'm going to say, Pi, uh, uh, Marcus, w- watch out. And I breathe fire again. Oh, God. Christ. All right. So 14 uh, reflex saves. It's my job. I beat it by a country mile. I just keep singing and jump away. I still take half damage, though. Well, I failed it, but I have evasion. You you take full, I think, if you fail it with evasion. Evasion? No, it's half. No, if you... Yeah, if you pass it with evasion, you take none. But if you fail, you still take full. I thought it reduces it to half. And then if you pass, you get nothing. I think it like it just makes it slightly better. Oh, that's a way better feat than I thought it was. I think. Hold on. You guys might be right. It's max damage again, so four damage. Uh, so if you pass the reflex save, it's it's only two damage. Cool. Okay. Uh, the bugs scuttle up the wall again. They're used to your tricks. And they scuttle back down and try to bite Marcus. So no, I, I take the full damage. You guys are right. How much was it? Oh, okay. Four. Yeah, it's so that, like, because you're so good at dodging, you can dodge things that you shouldn't be able to, but you gotta dodge it. Uh, the bugs do not bite, Marcus. There's not enough of them to do anything meaningful. Balmir, you're up. Tell him, tell him to fuck off. Oh, let's load a fireball. What the hell? It's all stoned down here anyway. Is that or explore the other corner? You could wander off. <laughs> well, currently, I'll probably wander off the next time. Once there's two bugs left and there's four of us attacking, that'll be, uh, that'll be sufficient overkill. 24 to hit with flamey piercing damage. 24 hits. 
Yeah, uh, a quarter of the bugs kind of go up in flames, and you're down to about a quarter of the original. Hell yeah. Just in time for Screamy. Pylon, you're up. I take another deep breath in, in between a note, and let out a just a gob full of spikes. You have a uh, Court of Shards reflex save on the house. 14. 14? They do not pass. Awesome. They're going to take another. Oh. Max damage on the first dice, five on the other. 13 points of magical piercing damage. Yep. All the bugs are gone. Yeah. Got him. Nice. Marcus, you're up. Bugs are all gone? Mm-hmm. I loot the loot. Sure. Uh, Wolverine falls from the ceiling and lands on you. <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, like the X Men Wolverine? <laughs> no, like a Wolverine. What the shit? Yeah, a Wolverine falls from the ceiling. It looks like this small old man, but it is a Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Old Man Logan. Got it. And he uh, he goes to take a bite out of you. Son of a bitch. This is an insane motley crew of things. <laughs> like, yeah, this giant ant. Yeah, and then these, these scarabs are here too. And a, and a wolverine. Like, what? It's in the game. We're supposed to go to the end room. Enemies keep respawning until we leave. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is book six. It's just surviving the wave after wave. <laughs> he gets a good chunk out of you. Christ. And you take five damage. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Bite your dick off. Like, eat your dick. <laughs> He'll do it. I've seen him do it. Christ. Uh, Baynard, you're up. Um, I'll walk down here and just swing my mace at it as I... Uh, 22. 22 hits? Four damage. Oh, it's... Sorry, is Pi singing? Yeah. Five damage then. Alrighty. Um, Balmir, you're up. There's a wolverine biting Marcus's ankles. I'll stop biting my dick? Fantastic. Yeah, something I can piercing damage. I will load a shot. I will... Yeah, I can get that shot. Let's... 26 to... Oh, what is happening? Crushing it. 26 hits. Give me a damage roll. Alright. Oh, plus three. Thank you, Pylon. You're welcome. Oh, good dirty six. Six is good. Uh, Pi, you're up. I have one spell slot left for the day, so I'm going to step past uh, Baynard and angle this in such a way and I would like the uh, the Wolverine to make a deck save. <laughs> Reflex, sorry. Nope, does not pass. Eight points of magical... Oh, no, I get the song, too. Um, nine points of magical piercing. Yeah. Marcus, you're up. Fuck this Wolverine. <laughs> stabby, stabby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. They both hit. So that's seven damage, and that's six damage. Yikes. This is the real boss here, guys, is this Wolverine. Secretly ruling this gang of bandits from the basement. Hold person. He's not a person, he's a Wolverine. Hold Wolverine. Oh man, Logan. The Wolverine changes into a small old man. Fucking do it. And he's just sort of goleming in the corner. And then it's Baynard's turn. Uh, I'll ask him like who he is and what is he doing down here. He doesn't respond. Can you say that in Wolverine? Uh, sorry, is he human or? He's human. Yeah. Okay, I'm. I'm. That, that's my turn. I'm just gonna wave my face in his, my mason's face and say like, "Who are you? What are you doing down here?" Okay. Pyra. I 
don't want to kill the small man like we killed the bear man, because this is clearly part of the poltergeist thing that's happening to, I guess, the entire Stolen Lands. <laughs> um, I'm going to hold and see if he attacks again, I'll, I'll attack him again, but I'm going to stop the song and hold my hold my action. Okay. Marcus, you're up. <sighs> is he still trying to bite my ankles? No, he's not, right? No, no. Generally upset and asking the fuck, dude. Sure. Uh, he turns into a bear. Jeez. He's a druid. He's a druid. I'm going to say that I want that to trigger my ready to action. Um, and I'm going to... Uh, what was your ready to action? If he attacks, I'm going to just attack. Sure. Yeah. And I, I pull back my... Uh, I can't ready a full round action, so I'm going to take one shot with my bow. Um, I do a tw- 20 adjusted. 20 hits. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Four points of damage. Okay. Die of bear now. You got an angry bear. <laughs> Baynard, you're up. Um, no, I just have to attack him. I got nothing else. Oh, wrong dice. Um, does a 16 hit? 16 hits. All right. Uh, are you singing or not, Pi? I stopped singing. Uh, so five damage. I rolled a two. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's a hit. It sure is. Balmir, you're up. Well, I was going to turn and go wander and meander to that other corner. And then I see a goddamn sudden bear, and I take a panic shot. It's a real grisly turn of events. <laughs> My panic shot misses right over the shoulder. So yeah, 10 to not hit. Yeah, panic shot does not hit. Correct. Goddamn bear. Pyra. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think if I want to... Yeah, I'm going to keep shooting at him. Um, I don't have any more spells left anyways. Uh, this time it is a 16 to hit. 16 hits. Awesome. And second one is only a seven to hit. So the first one does eight points of damage, max damage for me. Yeah, so the bear slumps over and slowly phases back into an old man who is bleeding out. I cast Stabilize. Oh, I was good about to kill him. <laughs> We've talked about this so many times. You'll still be unconscious. Uh, well, it is Marcus's turn. Marcus goes before Baynard. He had a chance to give up. He's getting stabbed. Oh, no, no. Okay. Is that a full coup de gras? Yep. Yeah, he doesn't have to move. <laughs> okay. We coup de gras another person today. Oh, Lord. You're just jealous that I coup de gras somebody. <laughs> I am. I'm upset. I'm the one that kills people. Me. That is the final enemy in the stag fort. Thank fucking Christ. It is fully completed. Hell yes. Get us back to somewhere safe and not filled with creatures and bandits and we want to go warn the the trading post but the bandits and get our reward for killing the stag lord on sea nettles there's a lot of stuff we got to take care of i want the reward that's on the ground right here in front of me so there is a shit ton of treasure in these rooms um it's mostly trade goods uh pelts furs tobacco iron bronze um some weapons and gear and all of that is worth 6,850 gold. We buy a kingdom. Okay, I'm writing that down. In one of the chests, there's 4,500 copper, 2,000 silver, 900 gold, and 21 platinum. Oh and there's another bag with 3,000 gold of stolen jewelry. And Oleg's wife's real ring is there. And we can correct that <laughs> year-old flub. 
How big is the bag? Uh, it is like pack horse sized. Okay, it's pretty pretty big then. We're gonna have like a lot of like magical items now, eh? Uh, there's no magical items within. No, I mean we're gonna buy a whole bunch of shit. No, but we have a bunch of money. Call me Bylon. You might. You might want to hold on to that money. Oh right, we have a kingdom to make. Shit. We're gonna buy so much wheat. We don't. We as the players know that, but our characters don't know they're making a kingdom. <laughs> they think that their cold hard cash, correct, is just pouring onto them. Marcus wants to palm like ten more platinum. Stop stealing stuff. Uh, my perception's pretty high. Uh, you don't know me. Just stop it. No. It's so annoying. We've lived together for a month and a half. It's what my character would do. This is what I do. Slide of hands. Don't bother. 24 perception. Okay, fine. So you are caught. Pylon catches you trying to palm some of this platform. I need to know who else sees. So I need everyone else's. Uh, all right. What was the slide of hand roll? It's 15. Oh, I, I saw this too. Shit. I grab him by the wrist and I say, well, better to leave it all in the uh, in the bags there, friends, so that we can transport it more easily. Don't want to lose any in the cracks. I'll, I'll tell the bug guts. Of course, yes. I mean, and I let go of his wrist. So I was simply counting. Baynard pulls out the writ. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "All bandits." <laughs> He's here proving just they can read by threatening you with death. All bandits. No, he doesn't do that. I'm just joking. <laughs> I think that's good. I think that's a good, like, hey, motherfucker, we're watching. <laughs> yeah. Hey, all bandits. Yeah. I like it. Just counting. Just counting. Okay. We are done with the stag fort. Back to Oleg's. Drag our prisoner kicking and screaming to Oleg so he can meet John Hint. <laughs> Make you have a conversation with them. Should we split up? Should we send Pi and Balmir back uh, while we take... Because my, my idea is to banish Craggers across the river so me and, me and Marcus could take him off to the uh, to banish him across the river while you guys head back to the fort. Do we want to split up the party like that? I look at the pile of gold and the dwarf and I say, I'd be happy to go back. <laughs> yeah, I think if we send you guys to the treasure and me and Marcus go off on the errand with Craigers. You will not be able to take all of this treasure with you. Hard stop. You do not have the means to do so. It is a basement full of treasures. So take that into account. Okay. okay. Not even on my donkey? No, 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 no. Like you would need multiple pack animals to get rid of all of this. This is months of looting. Yeah, that's true. Uh, guys, this is our new base of operations. We don't have to move the treasure anywhere. This is now home. Yeah, but that means we can't leave it unattended. You might also want to talk to the guys before you assume that they're going to do anything for you. What do you mean? Akiros. Okay, so we finished 10 minutes ago with the basement. And you've now decided as a group to move on back to Oleg's with the Stag Lord's preserved body. Cragger, your live prisoner. And on your way out, Akiros stops you. And says, friends, um, I admire what you're doing and might care to look you up in the future. Um, but my friend Ox here, he will not be helpful. I need to find somewhere that he'll be all right. So I will be gone. 
feel free on your way if you're heading north. Uh, just cross the Skunk River, head to the fork, and you'll find uh, a trading post owned by a man named Oleg. If you tell him we sent you, uh, you'll be able to find rest there, and uh, perhaps he has some sort of work for your friend Ox here. Thank you. Kind of pat him on the shoulder, and I say, let's set that fire to let this thing out as we leave. Yeah, I forgot about the owl bear. <laughs> Me too. And then we zoomed back to this map, and I was like, oh. One more enemy. Now, you guys set up the plan earlier to have a small fire to burn his gate down so he'd get out without impacting anyone. Next time we have a big battle, he runs back in. Ha, you freed me. Your trip back to Oleg's is relatively uneventful. Um, You've got, you know, an angry prisoner and a non-rotting corpse. So it's a little more interesting than normal, but nothing too ridiculous. And you arrive at Oleg's mid-morning a few days after leaving Fort Stag, and you're greeted by both Oleg and John Hand. John Hand? John Hand! Hell's horses! Is that the Stag Lord? Was the Stag Lord. I'd hold up like half of the ruined helmet to show him as I'm like walking towards him. John, John, John Hand, Hand, John. Look, look what we did. What the ever-loving hell happened to his head? I... Baynard. Just gonna point at the mace. Goddamn one to fear. I crushed I crushed it with the power of Erastil. My god. He suffered Erastil's judgment. Yes, I see that. And this um this tied up fellow, you're not bringing you're not bringing more? Why you don't know? Would John Hand not know him? Nope. No. No, they're just random bandit outpostings, right? They're not necessarily cohesive it's not a structured army oh they've never met don't worry john hand shit staying here he's got places to go oh that's good i don't plan on sharing my kingdom <laughs> of course john hand and then oleg walks up hello comrades i will take prisoner and he's shuffled off to the pens guards will deal with him soon no, make sure they don't kill him we're gonna we're gonna banish him like we're, we're gonna take him back later is this we, 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 don't worry. Just, just keep him safe, okay? I'm afraid that that does not fall under your jurisdiction. Well, I'll talk to the guards if I have to. He's, he's coming with us later. All right. We, we made a promise that we wouldn't kill him. That's true. <laughs> I looked away from the map for a second, looked back, and forgot that you had moved the token of the stag lord <laughs> over to show he had his body. And I was like, holy shit, because it's upright. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Okay, uh, the guards will let you banish him. They were just going to execute him, but if you take him far enough away, they don't give a shit. And you know, bandits, if you spin them around, they can't find their way back. They're like field mice. Yeah, <laughs> that is the end of book one of Kingmaker. There's no pomp? No. Oh. No one threw us a party? No, you guys have just done what you were supposed to do. <laughs> That's so good! Star Wars! <laughs> sorry Kimball was doing the like Star Wars music from End of Phantom Menace oh that's so good and now the guards after handing Krager back to Baynard for his exile hand Balmir a letter with an ornate wax seal on it dope Balmir receives his letter opens it with bated breath cousin I have the joyous and litigious honor of informing you that you have been granted a pardon. 
which is unfortunately due to an equally litigious and much less joyous loophole in the conditions of your banishment. Ugh. I quote, in subsection B of the fourth section of the banishment order, Balmir Harkum, spelled wrong, the defendant, son of Gralmir Harkum, spelled right, the accused, you have hereby banished for the duration of your natural life as the accused. I am terribly sorry that this is how you must find out your father's passing. Please head north and return home as soon as you are able. The clan needs you in your dear father's absence. With a heavy but hopeful heart, Hrothdar. As Balmer reads this letter from his cousin, we're taken back to the past spring. There's a snowy northern mountain and the bright sunlight of spring highlighting a subtle doorway in the rock face. We enter into it through a small dwarven settlement. We see a dimly lit cavern, the sconces filled with stones emanating a dull blue light. In a hushed, muted tone that matches the lighting, two dwarves are speaking. Balmir, listen to me. Your pig-headedness is going to be the death of you. This is not your crime to pay for. But it is my father who stands accused, and it's not even his crime. Hrothdor, if they banish him, he won't survive. You know he won't, cousin. It's not my place to say, but everyone knows that he's sick, Bob. Exactly why he needs to stay, so they can keep trying to heal him. Or you could stay. The clan needs a strong leader to fill your father's shoes. Strong? Strong? How could I lead anyone if I just let my father wander off into the wilderness and die? Or down into the Darklands? Cousin, it might be what he wants. This exile might spare the clan having to watch him wither away. Alright, I have to. He's my father, Hrothdar. Please, promise me something? Hrothdar's face contorts with worry and resignation as we watch him realize there's nothing he can say to make Balmir stay. Yes, my friend, of course. Do not attempt to call me back. Do not dishonor yourself by trying to undo what I do in that courtroom today. Please. We then see that same mountain, now in the dark of night, as a small figure trudging through the snow, a large crossbow strapped to his back as he makes his way south. It's a fancy seal there. Oh, yes. Then I uh, must return back my fight for my clan's honor, a very litigious and joyless way. There shall be no blood, there shall be no battle. You need not come with me. I leave you well knowing that uh, Baynard can murder anybody he damn well chooses. And I've never <laughs> I've never felt left a place feeling more, never felt so secure in a place in all my life. I hope my kingdom feels like Oleg's shortly. Be sad to see you go. Uh, is this joyless and litigious battle to be a long one. Will we see you again, friend? I sure hope so. It might be slightly different. It might sound different. It might be shorter, taller. I've completely forgotten my entire backstory by then. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got people that want you back. <laughs> if not if not me, my younger brother with a mustache. <sighs> Tall mirror. The slightly taller ball mirror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've met him. And then if you ever, if that character ever dies, small mirror, your daughter, your sister. Uh, Balmir, I, I don't know what litigious means, but I wish you luck in your adventures. Oh, I thank you, gentle giant. You'll, you'll be missed, friend. Uh, he said it right, at least. (laughs) That's why I'm laughing. 
Marcus would legitimately be laughing at that. We shall meet on the field of battle again. You, you're like, you can, you can kill anyone who stands. Farewell, gentle giant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. So Balmir has informed you that he will be departing for some time. Um, I think you've earned this long rest. Take a day or two to relax and get your bearings and see Balmir off. Does Balmir leave at fourth level? Yes. <gasps> <laughs> Do we see him off at fourth level? You will be fourth level, yes. Yeah! Hot girder. That's exciting. I mean, you shouldn't get it because you barely killed that guy. But I died like twice. The the experience isn't literal experience. It's the stuff that pours out of him when we squish his brain <laughs> in his helmet. <laughs> I see, I see, I see. It's like in Fable. The little green chunks are brain matter. You're welcome for giving you all that, all that chunks. <laughs> Baynard made dinner. It's chunks. <laughs> Gross. We can make a whole bunch more head cheese. If <laughs> so the morning of your second day of rest is uh, Balmir's departure. Uh, notably, Pylon hasn't shown up for the send-off. Boy, where's the fucking elf? Check the trees. Uh, he sh- he should be here. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go wake him up, and uh, Baynard will go off to find where Pylon is. Sure. I've never described Oleg's in any real detail, but the the modest lodgings that each of you keep here, they're not identical but similar. While arranged differently within your rooms, all three of them have five notable things in common. The first is a small window that lets light trickle in during the day. The second is the same slab of wood on four legs that serves as a writing table and is pushed up under that window, accompanied by the third thing, a functional but uncomfortable chair that tucks beneath said slab of wood. The fourth is the straw-stuffed bed in the corner that has the same type of simple quilts and an ornate frame. The fifth thing that these rooms share in common is that much like your own, Pylon is not in this one. At the foot of his bed, his rucksack lays open, a few items of his traveling gear lazily placed on the floor, and the edge of the bed nearest to it. His sturdier, road-worn boots he wears while out on the road with you all have been kicked off just to the side of the door, still covered with traces of your trip back from Stag Fort. On top of the desk, silhouetted in the light from the window, is an oblong shape. Um, I'd like look quizzically at the boots and then approach the desk cautiously and pick up the object on the desk. It's booby trapped. <laughs> yep. Surprise Should have done a perception guy. check. God damn. You lift up this item, turning it over in your hands, and it's clear that this is what used to be Tusk Gutter's Tusk, that Pylon had taken after it wounded Marcus. The bone white surface is now broken with a series of rough etchings, symbols that you, Baynard, don't recognize, with long curving lines and barbed corners. The inside has been hollowed out with the vicious tip flattened and punched through, transforming this once tusk into a battle horn. On the desk underneath the horn is Pylon's copy of the writ and a small sheet of paper with sheet music scratched on it. We see our now diminished group at a distance, Marcus and Baynard standing by the gates to the trading post as Balmir is riding off to start his journey back north. And as he gets further away, we turn our view upward towards the sky.
When it pans back down, we can tell by the trees and the way that the sun hangs lower in the sky that we are somewhere further north on Avistan than the stolen lands, and it is more than two decades earlier. We see a young girl, no more than five or six years old, push charcoal black hair out of a stubborn, focused face. We see that the object of this razor-sharp, green-eyed gaze is a rather large blue butterfly. The young girl pounces at it, but it flutters away, deeper into the woods beyond. She gives chase, leaving the path behind her. It's darker now, the approaching evening and canopy overhead working together to bring night sooner than it should arrive. We see the girl climbing a dry, dead-looking tree, inching out on a branch on the end of which the subject of her hunt is perched. As she reaches out ever so slowly to snatch the bug, she overextends and the branch snaps with an echoing crack. The child falls as quickly as the holly blue insect takes flight. Her outstretched arm catches another, sturdier branch, and another crack rings through the forest. Night is now set incompletely, and the girl is cradling her right arm, the wrist and a few of the fingers sitting at odd angles and beginning to swell. Similarly, her face is bruised and puffy, the dirt on it cut through by parallel tear tracks. She looks completely and utterly lost, as evidenced by the amount of time she has been wandering. Suddenly, the same butterfly darts across her view, almost aglow in the starless dark of the woods. Her face brightens, and in spite of her pain, she hurriedly resumes her chase. As she turns to follow it, she quickly breaks the line of trees, emerging onto a well-trodden path. Relief visibly washes over her as she abandons her bug catching and rushes down the path. The starry, bright night we now see is darkened by a swath of clouds as the girl stumbles up to her family's small cabin. In a hurry to seek comfort, she does not notice the signs of the struggle that played out while she was lost in the woods. She calls for her mother as she passes an overturned chair. She shouts for her father as her boots crunch loose fragments of brick from a smashed-in section of the small fireplace along the wall. She sobs in rising panic. She doesn't quite understand. In pain, she is having trouble comprehending as she pushes the door to her parents' bedroom open with her shoulder, already ajar and crooked on its hinges from a forceful impact. We hear her crying continue as she sees her mother's lifeless body slumped at the foot of the bed. And as we pan away up and into the night sky, a glossy black spider crawls across the dead woman's face between the red hair pasted to her brow and her glassy green eyes. And we see Baynard, downtrodden and seated in the small pen that John Hand has set up for the boars, who are excitedly jumping and climbing on the young man. Uh, uh, so get down, get down, Pi. Balmir, uh, get down. Uh, there, there should be always be four of us, and I, I find it, I think it's fitting that you two will replace the friends that we've lost. <sighs> we've lost a lot, haven't we, guys? I mean, we had to take your mother. I, I think we have each other now. Uh, and, and then at this t- point, Baynard pulls out um, his reed flute and starts playing Pi's song to the two boars that he's named after his two, two lost friends. Marcus will have been approaching, I guess, the pen, and he's overheard uh, Baynard just talking to these animals and then he starts hearing the flute being played so he waits a minute just just listening because he can't be a soft guy after about after about a minute he loudly kind of walks up kind of knocking on the pen post somewhere and just Baynard we gotta go uh Baynard like 
like quietly like wipes tears from his eyes and it's like yeah uh yeah okay let's let's go um and he like jumps over the the stall door and starts following marcus out so the two of you alone set out on your journey to release Cragger into the wild, essentially. <laughs> and then, I hope, bring the body of the stag lord to Nettles. Yeah. Every few days, I keep casting Gentle Repose over on him again, because uh, it only lasts three days when I cast it. Well, if we go up just level four, it lasts four days. Um, so I have to keep casting as we go. Um, and we, I keep referring Cragger that we are going to release him across... Kettle's Crossing, right? Across the Skunk River. That's the, the border of our territory. And once we're across the Skunk River, he's free to do whatever he wishes. Sure. Is is the Skunk River Nettles Crossing, crossing? Or is that something else? Oh, Shrike River. Sorry, you're right. Shrike River. Yeah, Nettles is on the Shrike River. Oh, is that Skunk River's one that goes through the forest, isn't it? Yeah. Ah. Sorry, I, I misread my note. It's Shrike River, yeah. Okay. Um, it's an uneventful trip to Nettles, uh, but that is where the uneventfulness stops. And as you roll up to Nettles, surprisingly not any more rundown than it was. It seems to have reached its, uh, peak rundownness. Um, there's still the single rope across the middle that slowly dips into the river below. And yeah, it's, it's still a rundown little hut. With a smashed bridge. Okay, so Marcus and I will pull Craggers off of his horse. Um, we'll like we'll take him close to the bank. Um, I'll throw down um, a bag and a rapier, and I'll tell him uh, once you cross that once you start to cross this river, you're no longer our problem. We've kept up our end of it. Uh, there's some stuff for you to help help you along your way, and then I, I get behind him and I start untying his hands and I'll step back once he's untied. If you can cross the river, you can have your freedom. Just before you untie his hands, I'm just going to lean close to his ear and be like, but don't think you're getting away without a mark on you. And I'm going to cut off his pinky and ring finger of his right hand. God damn. Okay. I think that's a reasonable... He'll never work again, but he can marry. You can still do stuff with those three. Not labor, though. No, but you swing can a hammer claims. with it claims. Sorry, cut me out. I'm not here. Cut me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, he is visibly upset by what's happened, but he also understands that he's not in a position to do anything about it. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Just uh, you cut off his fingers. He turns to you and he looks visibly upset. Well, like, not like ah, but like expecting to scream. All like clamp the hand over his shoulder or over his mouth and just be like, bye. Oh, shit. He can scream into it. Yeah. But just visibly upset to refer to a maiming is so, so Connor. I'm so tired. <laughs> it's so late. Okay. So does he, does he pick up the rapier in the bag as we, as we walk away from him a little bit? Yes, he does. Yes. Okay. So he notices that the bag is actually like heavy with metal. Um, and as he's, as he's like looking at the bag, um, am I able to ring the bell? for the ferryman yep okay so i ring the bell as he's looking in the bag and we open the bag it's just full of i kick him into the river no you don't kick him the... well you can but when he's looking in the bag I kick him into the river after you ring the bell and like the process starts when he looks in the bag it's just full of stag 
the stag pendants from all the dead bandits we've killed. Oh my goodness. Is there a particular message you're trying to send with this? Don't fuck with him. Die. <laughs> this is this is for nettles. This is revenge for nettles. You just wanted the body of the stag lord. That's why you have the body. They're sacrificing him. This this is taking this character's taking a hard turn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Okay, so you've set nettles loose. Sorry, not nettles. You've set Cragger loose. Yeah. You've cut off his two fingers on his right hand. Mm-hmm. I did. I wasn't part of that. You gave him a rapier and a bag of stag pendants. Yeah. Baynard rings the bell. Yeah. And then Marcus kicks him into the river. <laughs> yeah. This is the order of events. Yeah. Yeah. They clearly didn't talk this out. No. Okay. I, Connor, don't understand the stag amulets, but anyways, uh, Nettles rushes Cragger and pulls him under until the bubbles stop. And then a dead body floats down the river. The point is, we didn't kill him. When we see the body float up, um, that's when we pull the stag lord and we throw the stag lord's body into the river and ring the bell one last time. Uh, sure. Even before you ring the bell, Nettles appears before the stag lord's body and drags it down. And you wait a long time and nothing comes back up. Cool. Satisfied ghost. I think Baynard would spend like the whole day there, just like looking at the river. Um, like Marcus, do you, do you do anything? I lament on the fact that you gave him all of those stag pendants and all the gold that just got washed away. In fact, I'll go down the river and try and find that bag <laughs> while you're contemplating on your things here. Sure. Uh, you find the bag. Um, it wouldn't have gone far. Like, it would have just been on the fucking... You know, like, he wasn't holding it when I, he kicked him in. Yeah, so. I was going to say he oh, yeah. went to pick it up and he knocked it <laughs> yeah, into the river. So when Marcus is, like, picking the bag up from the shore, um, he turns around and Baynard's not far that far away from him. Uh, with his mace and his shield out. And he says, Marcus, you you killed that man back at the fort. He was unconscious and he was no threat to us. And I told you, if you ever did something like that again, I would crush your skull in. Tell me why I should not crush your skull in now. You don't have a third pig. Goddamn, dude. Oh, boy. Jokes are going to get you killed. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor, Taylor, if I had the ability to give you like a bonus point or something, that was so quick. That's probably what he would say. It is what he said. That's good. Uh, it's so it's so late for murder. The the pigs represent friends that I've lost. I I don't think that I can count a thief and a backstabber among my friends. Backstabber. Tell me why I shouldn't just crush your skull in now. The man had the chance to give up. He didn't. Instead, he turned into a bigger, more threatening animal. Should I have waited for him to turn into something else? We could have tied him up, and I made you a promise. So you're going to break that promise? Uh, so I guess, do we, have to, do we have to fight now then? I don't understand. <laughs> you promised me to help find out what happened to my family. Or did our, our talk in the barn mean nothing to you? Show us the kind of man... That follows a rascal. It seems it meant nothing to you. It did. I told you I will protect those 
who I consider my friends. Oh, shit's getting so real. I'm not sure where Baynard would go from here, to be honest. I don't know if like that would convince me or not. I've questioned your integrity as a man, your ability to call yourself a follower of a rastal. <laughs> I'm calling you out on your being. Well, also calling him a friend at the same time. It's a little weird. Yeah. And calling his bluff about killing you. Yeah, that's that's what the whole point of this is. I'm telling him to take a shot. If he's if that's his choice, it's not much of a follower of a rascal. That's what I'm getting at. This is a tough one, Eric. I'm not I'm not doing anything threatening. I don't have daggers out, he's got his shield and mace. I'm standing there by the bank with a bunch of uh, pendants and a sack in my hand. Oh Spartan kick him into the river. Do what you must. Baynard like lets out a grunt and like angrily uh, like hits the the grasses or the reeds beside him, and he storms back off to his horse. And he does what he did the last time he was really angry at Marcus. And he gets on his horse and starts riding away, leaving you on the the riverbank. You got a fucking death wish, bud. <laughs> Holy shit! I'm playing my character. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I didn't like Marcus before that moment. <laughs> <laughs> you won me over. <laughs> that's gonna be my that's gonna be my one line for the whole first book. Is you don't have a third pig. Good. No, that's good. I like that. I I think we're back to that animosity between the two characters. I I think it's gonna be really interesting going forward how we handle that. Question for you guys. Yeah. Um, what are your alignments as a duo? What is your alignment, Marcus? I'm neutral evil. Oh, okay. That explains a lot. Neutral evil. I figured it was evil something. I'm not I'm not good. <laughs> um and and you're chaotic good. Uh, sorry, I'm neutral good, actually. That's what I put down. I thought it was neutral good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, you guys are closer than you think. I'd argue the most opposite. The diagonals to me are the most opposite. No, they're not diagonal. Well, well, they're, they're flanking each other. They're flanking. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Baynard and Marcus, as you are approaching the trading post along the familiar road that you've traveled to and from the Shrike River on many times now, the expected view of Oleg's fort is interrupted by a strangely clad figure standing outside the gate, speaking to one of the guards. As you come into the guard's line of sight, even at a distance, you see him point in your direction as he continues speaking to this person. You see their head turn to follow the guard's gesturing, and you're close enough now to see some details, even though you can't hear their voices. You see the charcoal-haired woman's gaze over the white fur that rims her half-cloak, and as her shoulders angle toward you, she is already walking to meet you on the path, raising an arm in a stiff, curt wave. When she's close enough for her voice to be heard, she speaks to you in a light Nemerian accent. Hail and Velmet, I am to understand that you two might know where I can find a particular half-elf. Uh, 